This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. So today on Hidden Treasures, we are digging around (laughs) again in Philippians 4, specifically in verse 5 today, as I prayed again this morning, asking God where you wanted to go in this review of the 119th Psalm. He said Philippians 4, 5. So, I mean, he actually said just the book of Philippians as I went went past the, the verses I was talking about yesterday which J. Vernon McGee had said that the first four verses have to do with joy and rejoicing, and I agree. But then he said the next one was prayer, and he included verse 5 in that, which confused me. And so I just landed right there in verse 5 as I was trying to understand it. And, oh, I don't know what I would have done without my understanding of the 119th Psalm. So I hope you see how all this comes together and how God is showing me Um, how to interpret other scripture with the scripture that's in the 119th Psalm. So Philippians 4 5 reads in the King James Version, let your moderation be known unto all men, the Lord is at hand. And so, (laughs) you know, the operating word in the middle of that sentence is let your moderation. So what does moderation um, exactly mean? And boy, you want to talk about a search. I spent you know, a good hour trying to get a grip on this word um, as I'm not an expert in Greek and clearly there was no easy way to get to the Hebrew of it. So it really had me perplexed for a long time. And, and so when you look at the Greek, it's a, it's a combination of two words, which the one word means like, so, you know, as something is like something else. And the other part of the word is epi, which means positional. So like somebody else's position is what they're, what the psalm, I mean, excuse me, what Paul was saying, that let your like position be known to all men. <laughs> and then the Lord is at hand. And, and interestingly, that word at hand is not probably a really good translation because in the Greek, again, as I studied that word, again, it's a positional statement. The Lord's at hand, meaning he's close. And so as I thought more and more about this in lieu of the 119th Psalm, I went, this is a kuf verse. In other words, we had talked about all the way through the letter kuf, how, you know, as we get closer to God, um, we get closer to each other. And certainly there is holiness involved in that. So it's a positional issue. And so when he's talking about being like someone else's position, the more I thought about that is, He's saying to be on their side. Now, that doesn't mean on their side of their particular choices, but it means that as we're, if it's not about us and it is about God, we know that the closer they get to God, so if we um, will be on their side wanting them to come closer to God and moving towards them, is it's a positional thing. So as we clo- grow closer to God, we should grow closer to one another. And it does fit in well with the idea of what J. Vernon McGee was saying, that this has to do with power. Well, as you move closer to God, your power grows stronger, especially if you move closer to other people. Especially why? Because God is close. And so when you think about the seventh verse in the Kuf section, you might remember it said, 
Thou art near, O Lord, and all thy commandments are truth. Well, here again, we have this completely positional statement, and it seems to be, from my perspective, saying the same thing, because one of those commandments is love your neighbor as yourself, <laughs> which would mean that you would be on their side. It, it, it's, it's like grace in a way, but it's a positional thing. And the reason why I wanted to apply this from a standpoint of what I've experienced, so you may not believe this, but it's true, <laughs> everybody doesn't like me. And there are, there are people out there that I, at one time, was in close community with me, and they got really mad at me, and they won't have anything to do with me, is what they told me. I got emails to that effect, like, I never want to talk to you again. I never want to da-da-da. And, uh, you know, I have some issues in my family at times with people that don't ever want to be around me again. I get told that, you know, however that works. But I push into that because I just it's not about me. It, it is about being on their side. And every one of those people that sent me those emails over the years, um, I still have a relationship with. Now, not a, the close relationship we once had, but I can pick up the phone and call them. And, you know, I have had them come down and do certain events with me and that kind of stuff. It's it's. I just know that the opposite of being closer to people is to move away from people. And that's exactly what Satan wants. He wants us to isolate. And so, you know, in my own family, unfortunately, a couple of my closest family recently got very mad at each other. And I heard immediately both of them say, well, I am never going to be around that person at Christmas, at Easter. I'm never going to be around that person again. And it broke my heart because they just know that's not what this, what this <laughs> verse is saying is if you're going to be on their side, then what can we do to move this person closer to God? And usually it's not by isolating them, you know? And I understand it's complicated, but I also know what this verse is telling me, and I believe that it's true, that this is a positional, that power, the power that, that I believe that Paul was going after here, right? The power of rejoicing, and he's moving into the power of prayer, but he's showing you the positional issue of the power right? That the closer you are to God and the closer you are to other people, the more power is involved. And the more you, f you move away from anybody or, or God, you know, the less power that is involved. Because if we can move closer with God in towards somebody, obviously, right? Then this is what God has in mind because we're his kids. And just like my, my heart was broken over what, you know, my kids said um, to one another, I know God's heart is broken when we say, look, I'm never talking to you again. I mean, it's just, so I don't know if this is for you this morning. It was certainly for me, just to remind me something that I know in my heart is that I can feel this, that it's not good. It's not good to make agreements with Satan that I'm never going to talk to a person again, or I'm going to never be in a relationship with this person again. Because let's face it, in heaven, <laughs> you know, we might as well get used to, I mean, we are going to be back in relationship with other people. And so as we're praying, as we move into this, let be anxious for nothing, which is the next part of Philippians 4, but I don't know where that's going to God, God's going to take me tomorrow, but I'll wait and see. But as of today, this is where God had me for the 119th Psalm. And I still believe that the 119th Psalm is a great way to in, interpret Philippians 4, 5. Verse 151 of the 119th Psalm, thou art near, O Lord, and all thy commandments are truth.